This is a HeadGum Podcast. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Cheryl Hines. Tignotaro. Tignotaro. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For 50 years it's been that. (laughs) Whoa, a lot of feelings today. Mm -hmm. I would say angry feelings. Yeah. But also we learn a lot about uh, geography. (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't. No, we don't. As a matter of fact, you're not going to learn anything by listening to this. But And if this is your first time to tune in, you will not learn anything about the anything or about anything but we're happy that you joined us yeah and it's uh we had a really fun time mm-hmm. well, i thought i did i did too i always do well let's get right into it i think uh ladies and jerks welcome to the tinder swindler it all started when tig and cheryl met in the mid 2000s hey nice to meet you tig i'm cheryl hines Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hello, Tig. Hello, Cheryl. How's it going? Good. I was just telling you that I um, have been out of town for so long that I forgot to feed my children lunch. (laughs) I was coming up to record this show. And Stephanie's out getting Super Bowl things and Valentine's Day surprises. And then I uh, had two hungry cubs asking who Mm. was going to make their lunch. And I was like, oh, right. Great question. Yeah. Who is? (laughs) That is a really good question. But I guess I'll do it. I guess. I remember the first time when I had um, Kat, and she was just a baby, and we were traveling, Mm -hmm. me and my ex-husband, Paul. Uh And uh, we both packed to go, Uh and we're like, oh, what about the baby? (laughs) Like, who packs for the baby? (laughs) It's like, I don't know, is that my job? It's like, I guess I'll I'll pack for the baby. It's just a weird, it's hard. Sometimes you're just like, oh, am I the one? Uh Or when people say, what's for dinner? It's like, are you talking to me? (laughs) I know I asked that question. (laughs) What is for dinner? It's like, how did this happen? Why is everyone in this house so hungry? (laughs) All the time. All the time. I mean, we have And I'm the responsible one. Yeah, it's bull. Right. It's bull. Yeah, I feel like I'm responsible. And then I realize that... I fall short sometimes. <laughs> I mean, Stephanie's very responsible, but I, yeah. uh, I'm i like, I'm responsible. But I was truly yeah. about to head off and leave them. Yeah, You just need to be reminded about your responsibilities. And they're, and at, the, they're at the age where if they're hungry, it's not like, oh, okay, I'll just wait until after her recording. Oh, right. No. You know. No, no. They're, they're five and happen. a half and they'd yeah. eat their hand if they were <laughs> able to. How are you, Cheryl? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in uh, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And is Rachel with you? Rachel Harris and I are shooting something together. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, <laughs> Are you having fun? We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, there are highs and lows, uh-huh. highs and lows. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was born in Puerto Rico. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And did she grow up here? No, she was just born there. And then she okay. went back to, or then she moved to New Orleans where she spent her life. She likes it humid. Yeah, because after New Orleans, she moved to Mississippi. That's too much. Yeah. She probably has no idea what her hair looks like in a non-humid environment. Well, especially since she died decades ago. She has no clue what her hair looks like. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I hope she had a nice, beautiful life. I think she did. I think she did all right. Okay. Shall we kick off this? Yes. <laughs> now that we've started with a nice yeah. story about death. Yes. Let's get right into it. Okay. Which, by the way, uh-huh. this friggin' documentary. Oh, my. <laughs> mm. Okay. Today we're talking about The Tinder Swindler. It's a 2022 documentary film directed by Felicity Morris. It tells the story of the so-called Tinder Swindler, a mysterious man calling himself Simon Levive who has conned dozens of women hoping to meet the love of their life. The Tinder Swindler is streaming now on Netflix. Mm. Um, Just for our listeners, Cheryl keeps making a face that, (laughs) I'm sorry if this is offensive, Cheryl, it's unattractive. (laughs) It's not the best I've ever seen you look. This this made me angry. Mm -hmm. Did it bring up feelings for you? I was baffled the whole way through. I I didn't know what the movie was about. I didn't either. And I started to feel like, oh, this guy must be up to no good. But everything seemed to check out all the way through. I mean, like not all the way through, but for quite a while. And I was like, what is he doing? He's clearly, I didn't understand. And to be fair, before we even get into this. Get to this. Okay. Stephanie and I watched this. Yeah. Last night before bed. Yes. In bed. Me and Rachel. In in bed. Same. Hello. Hello. um, um, Hello, Rachel. (laughs) Stephanie fell asleep. We have these Uh little check-in moments when we watch when we're in bed. And we're like, are you awake? Yeah. And then there's silence. (laughs) And she fell asleep. And I'm the one that usually... I have to watch a movie at 11 in the morning, whether it's at home or in a theater, or else I am out cold. And I was, I fell asleep here and there and I would rewind and, (laughs) and I, I might've missed a few moments, but I got the gist of this. Uh, And I really, I, it was a two hour movie. I was up till like 11 o'clock and I'm normally asleep by nine. I was so, once it clicked what was happening in this movie, I was awake until I fell asleep again. But yeah, then but it- I woke up and I rewound and watched. I was like, oh, this guy. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe. Okay. So, so just to tell everybody, there is this woman named Cecily. I'm going to say. Give it a whirl. What do you say? Well, do, you, do you pronounce the J? I'm going to say it where I pronounce the J. Vajilhoi. <laughs> Cecilia Fajolhoy. That can't be it. I watched the whole thing about her and I There is. <laughs> but she, there is. <laughs> no way to know. Cecilia. Let's call her Cecilia. I mean, her last name is F-J-E-L-H-O-Y. It, that's a tough one. Okay. You know what I want you to do is just like look at it and just say it with your heart and soul. What like. Okay. Fajolhoy. <laughs> I can't see it. Okay, she's a Norwegian woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she's on Tinder, Mm -hmm. and she matches with this guy, Simon Laviv. You've never been on Tinder. No. No, I haven't either. it sounds so exciting. No. It sounds, oh my gosh, to swipe and to be like, oh, I match with him. Oh, he didn't like me. Wait, it sounds exciting? Oh, so exciting. Wait, are you being honest? I'm being totally honest. It's like, it sounds like... A dream, like people type in their what they like to do and their activities and okay, who they're looking for. What people aren't considering is all of those people have personalities and lack thereof. Well, don't say all. There are lots of people listening right now that are on Tinder. And by the way, it's a fun way to meet. All somebody. of our listeners are incredible people, and yes. I'm saying those are the ones sorted 
out that have yes. personalities. Yes. And then there are the ones that are... That just make up their personalities for their, um, what's it called? Profile. Stephanie and I were having lunch the other day at the beach and at the table next to us. Mm, sexy. A very sexy lunch at the beach. <laughs> and the table next to us, there was, Stephanie was like, I think that's a first date. Have oh, you I sat next to, to those? Watch, yes, I love <laughs> to watch the first dates. I mean... There's a lot of posing going on. And there was a lot of struggling for conversation going on. Mm. Where are you from? Oh, oh I thought you were asking okay. me. No, this is my first date chat. Okay. Oh, that sounds nice. That sounds nice. There was a baby that was crying at the table behind us, and that was good news for them because they could talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> Um, okay, listen. So back to Cecily. So she meets this guy, Simon. And he says on his profile, mm -hmm. he's very wealthy. He's Wait, he said he's wealthy on his profile? Mm, I think so. Well, I guess if you, if you post pictures of yourself sitting on a private plane. Which I do. <laughs> I'm always you know, drawn to that vibe. Whether it's romantic or a friend, I like to see like, people on private on jets. Private planes. Yes. So he has those pictures and then pictures of himself in like beautiful locations mm -hmm. and fancy hotels and sure. fancy cars. Mm -hmm. So if that's your profile, I mean, I think you're saying to the world I'm interesting. <laughs> I'm a load of laughs. So she meets this guy, Simon, mm -hmm. and they connect. They matched. And what does matched mean? I guess well, he I, has enough similar things that he put in. Or Yes. I mean. You know what we could do? We could start a Tindler. Tindler. Tindler account. <laughs> hey, new to Tindler. And it's both of our heads on the page. Oh, yeah. And see who yeah. who's interested. What other two heads we match with? <laughs> I think I think you match when oh I don't know you look at somebody and oh it means they both swiped right. That's what Thomas says. Thomas, have you been on Twindler? Yes. Yeah. Wait, did you meet your lady friend on Twindler? You did. See. Because here's the thing, anybody who's single has done this. I understand that. And I am all for online dating. I don't think okay. it makes anything more legitimate that you met somebody drunk at a bar. You know, yeah. as this documentary talked about, everyone's dream is to you meet someone at a bar or at a party. It's like, I guess that's it's the limited. dream. I feel like yes. you have a pretty good chance of meeting similar, if not better online. But... It is interesting when you see all these pictures where right. everything seems to check out, but right. you haven't so talked to them yet. No, and that's what I I'm know. saying is there is a personality there that right. could be similar to those people sitting next to me at Sexy Lunch. Yes, that's probably, yes. Their profiles have been cultivated to project mm -hmm. an image and, a, yeah. like you said, a personality. Yeah. Um, so this woman, Cecily, she meets this guy, um, Simon. Yep. And he says, I want to fly you to Bulgaria and we'll stay at the Four Seasons. It's very typical after a first coffee. <laughs> yeah. So they had coffee and he sent his car to pick her up and take her home and Rolls it was Royce a very or big whatever. deal yes and he says that he's a son of a billionaire a Lev Lviv he turns out he was an SOB <laughs> well don't but, but was, not a son of was, a billionaire he was that's that is true mm -hmm. that is true but don't skip ahead don't don't. Uh, don't do it. Uh, By the way, can ball. I tell you something about Bulgaria? Yeah. Well, first of all, let me just finish this thought. He says that he works at this diamond mm -hmm. company and he flies her to Bulgaria. Mm -hmm. They spend the night in Bulgaria. Mm -hmm. They really have a connection. But what I was going to tell you is one time I shot a movie in Bulgaria. Braggadocious alert! <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I... This is 
I mean, I know what you're going to say mm-hmm. when I tell you this story, but I thought I was going to um, Bolivia in South America. Okay. And apparently I went to Bulgaria, which is like next to Serbia, which is close to Kosovo. I mean, it's not really where people go to vacation. <laughs> You're like, hello, yes, I'm getting another, a new sundress and a little uh, woven basket, uh, purse, whatever they're called. I got there and I'm like, oh, 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 shoot. This is not what I thought at Mm -hmm. all. And, you know, when you're in a country like that, you can't, you look at the, you look at signs and I cannot make out one letter. Mm-hmm. Like you can't make out one word. You don't know what anybody's saying. It's, I was like, oh gosh, okay, Bulgaria. But so anyway, lovely people in Bulgaria. Huge, huge listenership in Bulgaria. Hello, <laughs> Bulgaria, or hey, Bulgaria, hey, Bulgaria. <laughs> hey, if um, you are from there, will you please yeah. write us and tell us that you're listening in yeah. Bulgaria? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so anyway, oh my gosh. We need to take a break. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we will be right back to discuss Bulgaria. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. True Story. And we're talking about the Tinder Swindler. The Bulgaria edition listen we don't have to spend a lot of time on bulgaria it wasn't really a big part of the story except that he flew her to bulgaria and cecilia said that he also brought his daughter and ex-girlfriend on the flight that's a weird first date do you want to hear cecilia describe um meeting simon for the first time yes please okay let's listen to this for one second he looks exactly like his pictures. He has this magnetism. There's something about this guy that is special. One of the first topics that we talked about was job. He's the CEO of LD Diamonds. He got the job from his dad. When he was mentioning that his dad was the king of diamonds and that meant that he was the prince of diamonds, I realized, my my God, what what kind of family is this? Okay, so when they go to to Bulgaria and they sleep together, um, much like, did you read, I'm sure you did, Fifty Shades of Grey? (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Try to tear me away from my Fifty Shades. You know, he has in 50 Shades I did see an, uh, I saw a movie. I saw one okay. of the movies. And okay. I thought, so I thought you Dakota know that, was really great in it. And, uh, yes. I so you know that he has directing that a movie character with her in it, has. So. <laughs> you what? also went to Sundance and it sold. Yeah. So okay. what were you saying? He, the gray character, has scars on his body mm-hmm. from abuse. Mm-hmm. And much like that, Cecily. Cecily? <laughs> oh, Cecily. Cecily. It's so silly. It's <laughs> um, so silly. It, she finds out that he has 
scars on, on his back, and he says it's because of being manhandled in a South African prison because of the diamond situation. And so he lays some track like, I am in a dangerous business. Mm-hmm. And I've been through some stuff. I feel like that would be the first moment that I would go, really? That you would think, oh, that sounds like... It just seems... It just seems like I would need some more information about that. Mm. I wouldn't immediately be like, oh, this isn't true. You need some details. I would need some information... I'd want some specific stories, not to prove that they're not lying, but I would just be like, really? Curious. I, yeah, I, that's a lot. I don't, it's not that I want to push you to talk about something horrendous, but. Painful, but share with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're that open to like having sex after mm-hmm. our first coffee and we fly on a private jet to someplace. Mm-hmm. Bulgaria. Bulgaria, Cheryl's favorite <laughs> Hollywood town. <laughs> Bulgywood. Um, Bulgywood. I just yes, would then, need some information. Right. Then you're like creating an intimate yeah. relationship. Yes. So, <clears throat> But he didn't have time for that because he was very busy. He's off to, to work. He sends her flowers, like mm-hmm. amazing bouquets of flowers like she's never seen in her life. He's sending her messages and little videos, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if he said I love you, but you know, you're beautiful. I can't stop thinking about you. I want mm-hmm. you to have my baby, and she's quite taken with him. And so, you know, at first you're like, oh, maybe this is a good s- story, mm-hmm. although probably not because it's called Tinder Swindler. And then uh, <laughs> Cheryl quits <laughs> spilling the beans. <laughs> See, you get to do it in your own way. Yeah. And then and then the next thing you see is Simon's flying a new Tinder woman. Tinder woman. Pernilla. Oh, boy. Sold home. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Sold home. I mean, her name is S-J-O-H-O-L-M. Which equals... I don't know how to do it. So he flies her to Amsterdam and they have an immediate connection, although she feels like it's more platonic. Uh She likes taller men. Okay. But she likes him. Okay. And they just have a nice relationship. And then, and then Simon sends... Cecily, yeah. Cecily, Cecily, a video of his bloodied bodyguard, Peter. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he says, this is a dangerous, dangerous situation. We're in a lot of danger. Mm-hmm. They've attacked Peter. They're coming for me. I need to use a credit card because my I can't use my credit card because it'll be traced. Mm-hmm. I need a credit card of yours immediately and... Can you please also give me $25,000? I need it because I have to pay cash so they can't find me. And here's where I would have a question also. <laughs> Your dad is a billionaire? Right. And Why you are you need... asking me? Yeah. Yeah. How about give Dado a ring-a-ding? A little ring-a-ding. So she she says, I don't have that kind of money. Mm-hmm. And he says, take out a loan. Mm-hmm. This is life or death. So she does. Right. She takes out a loan and she gets $25,000 cash. It's a lot of, he, it's a lot of oh cash. God. And he flies her to Amsterdam and she doesn't know what's going on. She's scared for him. Mm-hmm. She's never carried so much cash in her life. Yeah. And she gets there, and then Peter calls and says, turn out all the lights. They're trying to find you. I have to pick up uh, Simon. It's not safe. And he picks up Simon, and Simon leaves her to go back home. And she's just in a panic. Oh, my God, I hope he's okay. And it sounds like, based on the interviews and the documentary, 
There were no red flags. Right, because she said she Googled him and things seemed to be, you know, panning out. She sees the dad online and he is a billionaire. Looks at Instagram. The dad is in those pictures. Yeah. So she leaves and then Simon flees Stockholm. Mm -hmm. But in reality, he's living it up at a nightclub with Pernilla. Yeah. The platonic... Pernilla, and getting drunk and rowdy and buying bottles of champagne with champagne girls, mm-hmm. as Pernilla says, like yes. girls that when they see somebody order champagne, they come a running. <laughs> I have never been into champagne. Oh, I can't drink that much of it, but it is exciting. You hear it pop and it's like, oh, something's going on. No, It gives me a headache. I'm not a champagne girl, mm, Cheryl. You're not a champagne girl? Yeah. I, just, I mean... I would love it so much if you were in a nightclub and you saw somebody <laughs> pop, pop open a champagne and, and go you came running over running. in my cargo pants. <laughs> hey, guys. What's going on over here? Hey. Can I have a... Can I get a... Uh, can you pour some of that into my mug here? <laughs> uh, so, poor Cecily... She keeps having to call. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm sure it is. She (laughs) keeps having to call Amex Mm -hmm. to unblock her card because he keeps charging all of this stuff and it's past her limit. Can she see what he's charging? That's a good question. Thank you. (laughs) Or does she just look at it like, oh, he has to do this kind of partying for work? Well, you know? he was he was spending cash at the parties. So I think the plane tickets and the hotels, he feels, she feel, feels like. That makes oh. sense. <laughs> that does make sense. So in order for Cecilia to pay her credit card bills, mm-hmm. Simon comes up with a plan that he's going to put her on his payroll and pay her $94,000 a month. Good thinking, Simon. Good thinking. So it's like, okay, thank goodness he understands she needs money to pay pay these bills. So he sends her a check, and you're never going to believe this. I bet I will, actually. <laughs> check doesn't clear. And it's for twice the amount that she borrowed or that she lent him. Right. So she thought, oh, wow, this is great. Uh So generous. So generous. So generous to write a completely (sighs) fake check. It's like a child just writing a check for five cents or 10 million. Yeah. Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah. And so Cecilia is waiting for Simon to come to Oslo to meet her friends and family because she's so in love with him. Yeah. And he goes to Mykonos with his Russian girlfriend, Polina, and Pernilla. I don't know how Pernilla is. Pernilla is an interesting character in this, don't you find? I did find, yeah. Because it's like... Not quite sure where she fits in. Yeah. He, so he... He's telling Pernilla, hey, I've got a new girlfriend. Uh-huh. Why don't you come to Mykonos and the three of us can hang out? And she's like, great, I will be there. What do you suppose it is? I mean, because she's not into him romantically. Right. right? I think it's the luxurious lifestyle. And she's giving him money too. Well, not yet, but then yes. Okay. But so all in all, Cecily... Cecily takes out. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you continue to look up at me like I'm going to confirm. I wish you would just. I wish you would just tell me how it's pronounced, and then I was. I had like toothpicks in my eyes, trying to keep my (laughs) eyelids open. I was so tired, and you think I'm going to clock anyone's name? No. All I can hope for is that I finish it and can talk about it the next the next day. Yeah. So. So she had taken $250,000 out in loans. That is extraordinary and stressful and beyond. But she was worried about his safety. (laughs) God, this Simon. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. So so when she realizes he's not paying her back, she then calls 
Amex and mm-hmm. was like, you guys, I don't know what's going on. They come over to her house. I didn't know they did house calls like that. I didn't either. And then even in that moment, I was like, is this a scam? Me too. Yeah. I mean, if two guys show up with briefcases and say they're from Amex, it would be like, I don't think so. No. I would, first of all, I would not let them in through your the house. gate. Yeah. I would no. just be like, I will Let's come out. Let's meet at Carl's Jr. Well, no. Uh, Let's I would meet pop it. some champagne right pop. there in the, in the, on the lawn. <laughs> uh, but they I would. They don't need to come to your house. They no. can go to a public spot. I would call Thomas and I would be like. Hey, Thomas, get your ass over here. Amex is here with briefcases. Is this normal? Is this a thing? And I don't know what he would do, but I mean, that is the phone call I would make. So That's, Thomas, get ready. Get ready. I mean, you'd call Thomas, right? If Amex. I'd call Thomas. I'd say Thomas <laughs> or Gabby or Gabby. Yeah. I'd say what? And Gabby would be like, lock your door. Do not let a soul into your house. Thomas would as well. They're like, you know, heavy-duty lockdown producers, you know? Yeah, They're not willy-nilly producers. They're not like, bring them inside, hear them out. (laughs) Do you have some champagne? Hear what they have to say. Maybe, uh, what is that thing where you order food in? Postmates in some Carl's Jr. And just take a beat. Yeah. Yeah, see what they have to say. Yeah. Well, they tell her that Simon Laviv doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and she's been dating a professional con man. Mm-hmm. And, oh, geez. We have to take a break. Okay. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story, Bolivia edition. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. We are back uh, to discuss Bolivia here on okay. Tig and no, we, we moved past Bolivia so long ago. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, by the way, it was Bulgaria. See how the see how they we would be confused. terrible at tell the the game of telephone. <laughs> That's kind of what this show is. We should have just called this telephone. <laughs> okay, so now Cecily goes to Norway to be with her mom. Simon is threatening her via mm-hmm. voicemails. Okay, I felt so sad for her when she was like. I started realizing I don't even know what's real, what's not real, and she checked herself into a mental hospital Hmm. because of the stress of her debt and her fear of Simon. Ah, I was so angry at Simon. Yeah. You know, you hear about people in financial crisis, Mm -hmm. and it gets dark and heavy in a Mm -hmm. way that they consider taking their lives or they do. And it feels like one of those things where on the outside you could be like, why, what? It's just money. money. You have to figure it out. Take a step back and just, but it feels like that darkness, that depression you can't quite explain or get through. It feels like you're not going to get through it. Yeah. But you, 
you, you can, can get through you it. can yeah and i just when i was thinking about it i was like oh this is one of those things where i mean you could feel it you could yeah feel it. You, you could, could feel, feel it. it and it was she did the right thing by going back to her mom mm-hmm. by checking herself in mm-hmm. it's like you just have to take a break give yourself a break too yeah. because you know these women say they they felt so mm-hmm. you know not stupid, but just naive that they were being taken advantage of. So now Simon does the same thing with Pernilla. Mm-hmm. He sends the exact same video photos of Peter with the bloody head. Yeah. Says he needs $30,000. For anyone that didn't see the documentary and they just hear you say sending pictures of Peter with the bloody head. <laughs> that can probably conjure up like... Re- like a beheading oh or no it was like somebody bonked him in the forehead bonked him <laughs> also that was something i wanted an answer to what yeah. happened because he was actually oh. in an ambulance yeah you know what i, I mean? mean like there were well, medical people around listen i'll okay. tell you what happened oh Something happened. He was probably in a bar fight with somebody. They took all the pictures and videos they could because they were like, this is going to be great. Mm -hmm. So he had like a bump on his forehead with a cut on it. Mm -hmm. So yes, he needed medical attention at some point in his life. Yeah. Sounds like you don't believe these characters. (laughs) (laughs) So now Pernilla does the same thing. She takes $30,000 out of her savings account to give him cash. Uh, she starts paying for his lifestyle with loans and credit cards. What is wrong with this man? It's so... The whole time, I just am trying to trace back into somebody's life. Because there's... People lie. From white lies to you're caught doing something and you want to get out of it and you lie make up something yeah but you there's a certain degree of normal human behavior when you apologize or you admit you did something right or you know this is so above (laughs) like have you come across somebody in your life that is just a liar Mm-hmm, yes. It's fascinating. Everyone does comes everyone across. Everyone does, mm-hmm. right. Oh, everyone comes, I thought you meant everyone lies. Well, to what some degree, you? there's... Right, somebody that, has a bad haircut, yeah. and you're like, no, yeah. no, it looks yeah, good. Yeah. It's, you look good. Mm-hmm. But no, somebody who, there are people who are, are feel more comfortable lying than mm-hmm. telling the truth. And what is that? Because the truth now is so bad this is just like simon right if he were to meet somebody and tell them the truth the truth is so awful but how does he get go down that that road because i I knew somebody that was a truly pathological liar and i knew he was lying to me every time he opened his mouth and i was just like everything does he think I believe this. Does he think I'm stupid? And I have to say, the last time I ever talked to him, we hung up the phone and I came up with the best response to tell a liar. And then I never heard from him again. Ooh, what was your response? But I didn't say it to him. It was was frustrating. I know, but we need to know. You know what you say? What do you say? Tell me any lie right now. Um, I am a billionaire. Me too. Oh. <laughs> Tell me another lie. I was the princess of Monaco for um, two years in my life. Oh, my God. Me, too. Because <laughs> what are they going to do? That are is... they going to fight you on it? Right. Or it's just talk about a detail. I, oh, exactly. So you stayed I mean, in the castle with the, in the yeah, blue room? Yeah, oh. I did. <laughs> it's the best response that to is anybody a, lying. Is good response and I when I hung up the phone with him I was like why didn't I because he called me which it's possible people hang out with celebrities and right. bands and whatever well you don't know I knew he wasn't I knew he wasn't he called me and was wild though at the beginning you don't know do you I mean some stuff I you was like this is weird red flags that go yeah up. and he also was very much like Hey, uh, my number is going to be disconnected. I'm in some oh. like weird trouble right now. I can't oh. talk about. 
And I was just like, I want. I wish me I would have said me too. Me too. <laughs> me too. Don't try to call, but send cash. Yes. And yeah. that, but he had told me at one point that he was backstage hanging out with REM, and he was on, he was on a payphone. Oh. And oh. I was like, <laughs> on a payphone. And when we. This was years ago. This was uh-huh. like 1993 or something. Uh-huh. And when we hung up, I was like, I should have said me too. Me too. I'm there too. Look Let's meet to up backstage. Right. I will meet you at the snack bar. Yeah. No, because it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. People who who lie all the time, mm-hmm. your instinct is to try to prove that they're lying. Uh-huh. And it's exhausting. Yeah. Because even when you prove it, it does not show up on their radar. Yeah. Watching this guy on this movie juggle all of these different lies and texts and experiences, I, I was just like... Uh, how? <laughs> how? How does I know? How? I always think of my head, my brain as an attic and mm. that anything in my attic, I don't ever want to take something out and have to like blow the dust off it to figure mm. out what that was. Mm. You know, like I want to have you a cleared out. Organized. I want it to be completely cleared out. Right. So that nobody comes up and they're like, what about this? Right. Well, that's the thing about the truth. There's only one truth. But mm-hmm. when people start lying, then it's like, oh, God, did we say we were going to blah, blah? Did yeah. we say, and, I, and it's too much for me. I yeah. can only, it's too much for my brain yeah. to try to keep lies straight. So right. that's the only reason I don't lie. That's the only reason. Otherwise, you would be lying. <laughs> I would be lying. <laughs> if it wasn't so time. complicated. <laughs> If it was easier, I would yeah. just do it all the mm-hmm. time. So Cecilie learns that Simon's real name is Shimon Yehuda Hyatt. You're welcome. And he has a lengthy criminal history, and she's determined to stop him. She goes to Norway's biggest newspaper, VG, to share the story. Okay, so now Pernilla is paying for Simon's life, and he says, okay... I'm going to pay you back with one of my very expensive watches. And he, she gets the watch and it's fake. And so now Pranilla realizes, oh, shitballs. Everything. Simon, this is the same guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now Pranilla and Cecily start to work together to get the story out, to make sure no other woman is taken by this guy. And now there's a third woman, Eileen who had been dating Simon for 14 months. And she realizes that her communication with him is exactly the same. And how long was he with the other women? Eileen was... No way to know. No way to know, right. Why would I even ask a question? It was a little hard to understand the timelines. Right. But Eileen felt like a person that really had some history with him. Yeah. Or thought she did. Right. Mm -hmm. For... uh, 14 months. Yeah. But then when when Cecily and Pernella started posting his texts, his little videos, mm-hmm. she realized those are the exact same, the same Peter bonk on the head in the ambulance video. It was more than a bonk. It There was, was blood listen, everywhere. Right. But if somebody has blood on coming out of a little wound on their head they usually wipe it off okay I'm well just and a, a you don't head stop wound and take does a bleed it does bleed lot. more than a mm-hmm. normal yes yeah. so eileen come on eileen so she so now she's going through this with cuckoo pants simon and simon's doing the same same thing Oh, they're coming for me. Oh, look at Peter. Oh, I need some cash. <laughs> oh, look at Peter. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. I can't call my dad. I can't call my I dad. I cannot the call my dad. <laughs> and then, by the way, how does he not have cash? I imagine billionaires have like a little cash in a safe somewhere. If no? not on a toilet paper roll. 
Not to be disgusting. But no, I mean, but they've got so much. They, yes. They could use it. Yeah, they've got it everywhere. They could use it to blow their noses is what I'm saying. Yeah. Not to so bring 25, up poop. 25,000 is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to avoid you, talking about poop. This you episode. always bring it back to poop. You do too. I'm just saying. What? I said you do too. I never do. If anything, it's bunions, but not poop. You're the poop oh. person. <laughs> I'm the poop person. <laughs> yes, of this I podcast. Don't know that that, you're the poop you're person the, of the podcast. Oh, listen here. Yes, you what? are the one that what? talks about going on Never. a walk with your dog, and your dog <laughs> poops, and you place a big crinkly leaf over it, which I was, is, I would say, a poop person. I was, I was just giving, uh, more than anybody I've ever met. That is, I was giving tips to dog walkers. Okay, well, a child could step on that an elderly person okay. then they're gonna live through it people have been stepping on unless for they long... slip <laughs> nobody's slipping on it because it has a leaf on top of it well okay listen person now now eileen calls the police and mm-hmm. she's like hey here's what hey happening. police hey hey police hey this guy now has a new identity david sharon because he just applied for a new um American Express, I think. First of all, is this documentary a terrible commercial for American Express or a good one? I mean, that's I mean, because isn't all of this stuff? Aren't all of these right. bamboozled moments coming through a, an Amex? Right. It's making me lose faith in my Amex. No, but when I go to Bed Bath and Beyond and buy like three hundred dollars worth of um, toasters and and bath mats. What? I'll get a text saying, "Hey, was are that you, you sure? <laughs> are you sure? You are you do mentally that? ill?" <laughs> and then I have to say yes. So it makes you wonder, like, did these women? They probably were saying, "Yeah, that's me," because he convinced them that that's what they had to do, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Eileen, three hundred dollars worth of toasters. I love toast. (laughs) If there's one thing you know about Cheryl, sure, she's a poop person, but she loves toast. (laughs) Um, I do love Bed Bath & Beyond. I have a real, I have a problem. What are you so drawn to about Bed Bath & Beyond? Do you like those big $100 off coupons or 10% off? I love the coupon. By the Mm. way, it's 20%. Well, I am so embarrassed to be called out. Okay, so Eileen mm-hmm. now is like, oh my God, this guy, mm-hmm. this effing guy. Mm-hmm. I am not going to give him one more dime. And not only that, but he's saying he needs cash. And he has this whole wardrobe of Gucci, Versace, Wrangler. <laughs> Wrangler, she says. Dickies, she, oh Dickies, with the patch. Carhartt, Carhartt, yeah. What is Carhartt? Oh boy, you believe Lee? Remember Lee jeans? They still have Lee jeans, oh, don't okay. they? I don't know. I haven't worn them since the eighties. Let us know, Snorkbulls. So, <laughs> so send us the picture. Send pictures of Snorkbulls and Lee jeans. <laughs> please the ones from the 80s please send pictures of snorkables in lee jeans from the 80s put your hand in your back pocket and turn around and look at the camera oh i would love it so much um so pernilla Mm. says or send a picture of whatever jeans you have yes put your hand in your back pocket pocket and and turn turn around and look at the camera yeah and send it in and say, hey, Snorkel, hey. And we will post it. So Pernella mm-hmm. says, hey, Simon, I've got a great idea. Hey, Simon, I'm going to come hey. get all your, hey, Simon, hey, I'm going to come take all your fancy clothes and I'll sell them to get you cash because I don't have any more money. Mm-hmm. So he says, okay. This is the son of a billionaire. Billionaire. Who's now having to sell his clothes. Yeah. And okay. this was also speaks to us because while they meet in Prague. Have you been to Prague? No. I have. Oh. It is gorgeous. It looked really pretty. I mean, one of the great things about this documentary was mm-hmm. it was so fun to look at all those to travel beautiful everywhere. cities. <laughs> Did I not tell you about my tipping story in Prague? No, but let's 
Let's I probably it. have. Oh, well, no, well, here it no comes way to again. know. And by the way, nobody remembers <laughs> or cares. I was in Prague okay. with a friend of mine and we went to the nicest, the nicest restaurant. Okay. You can dig up. Okay. And I had read that the way to tip in oh, Prague no. Oh, no. was to place the money in their hand and make eye contact after the <laughs> meal and say thank you. That sounds reasonable. Well, Uh-oh. if you are good at crunching numbers. <laughs> Apparently, oh, no. I had I don't like where this is I had tipped the equivalent to like 2 cents. Oh, no. <laughs> I made, made eye, eye contact, contact and was put like it in their hand. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and confidently walked out of there. It was mortifying oh. when down the road I found out I was tipping. tipping. I was the cheapest tipper oh. in town. Tig, that's yeah. horrible. I love the eye contact. That I is love the one the eye contact. The one moment in my life where I go, eh, maybe I could have stayed in school a little longer. <laughs> Because I told my friend, I was like, I'll, I'll tip. I'll oh, tip. I this. got this. I got, I'll pay I for dinner this. and I will tip. I'll do the icon. I have to go find, the the, the, I have to go find the waiter because apparently you're supposed moment. to like mm-hmm. put it in their hand, make eye mm-hmm. contact and say thank you. So let me oh go do God. that. I basically walked up to him and went <laughs> in his face. <laughs> oh, anyway, what I was saying was hmm. when they go to Prague, Simon is now so desperate. He's been desperate, by the way. He's desperate, but now outwardly desperate to Eileen. Mm -hmm. They go to a plastic surgeon and he says, hey, will you redo my whole face? (laughs) Because my face is on the internet and people know who I am. Again, perfect time (laughs) to put on 300 pounds. He, Simon would, he would never Grow do that. Grow a handlebar he mustache. Would, he would never do that. He's got his image. That's Buy a important. wig where your hair drags Mm-mm. on the ground. This is such it. a fun moment that people need to take advantage of. Why couldn't he slowly go in and say, hey, do this to my lips. Do this, then do right, this to my chin. Hair. Like slow, yeah. go to a different doctor. Oh, different doctors. Yeah. I need a nose job. Yeah. I, I need, need a, a big new... Jay Leno chin. Oh. Yeah. He didn't have that kind of time. I need Cheryl Hines teeth. Oh, nobody uh, asked for that. Nobody. Can I you imagine? Need, uh, That's what people say. What, yeah, we've talked about this where people are like, those aren't your real teeth. I'm like, why would I order them this big? <laughs> Cheryl, those are great teeth. They are fine. They're, they're just, great. Don't they're, you like your teeth? I don't. You I like don't. them all right. No, and at one point when I had enough money, mm-hmm. I've probably already told you this too. Who cares? And I said, <laughs> Drag out the old file. Let's go through it. <laughs> and I was going to get them all t- taken out. And just have gums? No, but then get, uh, what are they called? You know, like... Ca- Fangs. Uh, ca- no, but like caps. Like, uh-huh. uh, what are they called? Veneers. Uh-huh. And then, like, size them down. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Becky Hines said, I will never speak to you again if you do that. Good for Dr. Becky Hines. Dr. Becky Hines. Good. I was like, come on. You can say that because your teeth don't look like this. Those are great teeth, Cheryl. And she's like, but that's who you are. That's you can't right. change that. Oh, that's Dr. Right. Becky Hines. So anyway. She's the, always on the right side of everything. She is. She's on it. She's solid. So so was, by the way, so mm-hmm. was this plastic surgeon who said, the only people that want to do that are criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because Simon's already a good-looking guy. I mean, I well, mean, let's not yes. spill the beans. Oh, don't spill. So now Eileen takes all the clothes. She starts selling the clothes online. For a billionaire's son. For a billionaire's son. (laughs) He is now staying in hostels, Mm -hmm. texting her saying, I'm in a one-star hotel. I can't believe my life has come to this. (laughs) Call your dad. Call your dad. Call your dad. The whole movie. I was just like, call your dad. 
And I like when he sent her pictures of like half-eaten ramen noodles from the from the food court at the mall. And he's like, "Can you believe I'm living this life?" And I'm like, "That's no. Saturday." Call yeah. your dad. <laughs> Call your dad and ask him for 24-hour round-the-clock security and a rocket ship to fly you to yes, the moon. A planet. Call your dad. Okay, listen. We're about to spill some beans because mm. we're winding it down. Mm. If for some reason you... He was a crook. <laughs> if you need to stop it down, Aiden, turn off the stop it vacuum down. cleaner. You know, to pause it. Pause. Hey, listen here, uh, <laughs> Snorkbulls, if you need to stop it down. Stop it down. All right, let's stop it down, guys. Okay, let's stop and then it you down. can watch it and then you can pick up. But anyway... Uh, Eileen reaches out to, I was going to say the Greece police, but that sounds, but it was true. The police in Greece, but then it sounds like I'm making a joke. <laughs> well, it sounds like you don't respect them. Right. The Greece police. No, yeah. it's the police. The Greece in- police, they <laughs> live inside <laughs> of my head. Do you like Cheap Trick? I love Cheap Trick. I do too. Oh, huh? and then when I hear, you know, when I look at David Sharon, it makes me think of my Sharona. And by the way, uh-huh. oh, that's the knack. Never mind. What? What? Are you, what? Remember the, the my Sharona? Yeah. Of I course. met Sharona, the real Sharona. She's a friend of a Me friend. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> She's a friend of a friend. Oh yeah, yeah. really? She okay. is, and I go to um, game nights with her. You're always at game nights. Okay, anyway. Hey, Sharona. He's arrested. Hey, Sharona. Hey. I know Sharona's listening. He's arrested in Greece. By the Greece police. By the Greece police. (laughs) By using a fake passport. And he spends five months in jail and then is back on the streets doing the same friggin' thing he was doing before. And he's still out there swindling. Now. Now. And he's apparently still on Twindler. <laughs> Who are the girl? And they and they show like a little video of him buying his new girlfriend uh well, I don't know, whatever kind of car. A Lamborghini smart car. or something. <laughs> a smart car and she's like, Oh my god. What if he was so down and out he had to live out of his smart car? Oh, he wouldn't. He and he just survive. had to sit up straight in the front seat. <laughs> He couldn't survive. <laughs> there are certain cars you could not live out of, and that is that's one. That's true. So anyway, Tig, that's really it. Mm-hmm. That's the Tinder swindler. And this is a cautionary tale. If you're mm-hmm. out there, if you're on Tinder, swindler. if you're on other dating mm-hmm. apps, don't Get on private money. jets. And that was a thing, too. That was kind of sad because when these women went out, you know, and they told their story, then they did have like people criticizing them saying, well, you're the one that was, you know, what's it called? Gold digging to begin with. And that's not fair. I mean, this guy, he he is attractive. It's not like, you know, where you're like, oh, a situation where he's, you know, grew up with Yoda, you know what I mean? Or looked like Yoda. Right. And you're right. like, oh, of course, you're just after his money. If right. somebody's like he's a young, young cute guy, guy yeah, who's got connecting cash with and you. And, yeah. And giving you attention and he can yes. just go anywhere in the world. Fly you to Bulgaria on a moment's notice. Yeah. So I was really so happy for these women. I wish they could get their money back. Mm-hmm. I hope that there's some way to do that. But I was so proud of them for standing up and saying, let's band together. Mm-hmm. Let's get this guy. Let's mm-hmm. tell the world who he is. I was so proud of them because that's not easy to do. No. Because you're putting yourself out there for people to criticize you. For sure. It reminds me of there was a guy in the comedy community that was like in trouble for stuff and all his ex-girlfriends started talking kind of behind his back and they were having similar stories and they just became like this you know powerhouse troop of girls going this guy this friggin' guy guy man well in this documentary they started talking the women started talking about how they started feeling better Mm -hmm. and you want to hear from cecily 
because she had a moment that reminded me of some of the things. Anyway, you'll see. It was a horrible experience. But part of me was actually enjoying seeing him swarm. Uh, <laughs> squirm, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was Eileen. Sorry, that was yeah. Eileen. She loves to see a guy swarm. <laughs> I love that she said. She loved to see him swarm. Yeah. I was like, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I speak your language. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's how it ended. Yeah. I mean, I was yelling at the TV. What did Rachel think? She was also yelling at the TV. We were angry. We went to bed angry. I did too. I was like, I turned that off and I was like, oh, God. God, this guy. And Stephanie was like, oh, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you have to watch the documentary. And she had 10 million questions. I was like, Stephanie. You can't. No, and I was like, work. I don't know. And she said, that's why you don't want to give me the answers because you fell asleep too and you don't have the answers. <laughs> I would say I saw 75% of this movie, which is pretty good. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. Are you ready for um, our final thoughts? I'm ready for final thoughts. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. No. Did you cry? No. No. Did you? No. Who were you attracted to? There were attractive people in this documentary. I would say probably Eileen. Yeah, Eileen was cute. Yeah, I felt like she was the most where I could enjoy talking to her, hanging. But they definitely attractive people in the film. Um, yeah. Which, of course, is most important when you're... <laughs> When you're watching documentaries. Yeah, you want to definitely figure out. What about you? Who? I like Cecily. Cecily? You know what I should have done before this started? Mm-hmm. Looked at a clip just to see how her name is pronounced. You, you and Stephanie can watch it. Well, Tig, that's it. Next week, we'll be talking about... American Masters Inventing David Geffen, and you can watch it on Netflix. Okay, Tig, before we go, should we read some true fan mail? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Okay. The first one is from Ellen G. Hmm. Hey, Ellen G. Hey, Hey. Ellen G. Hey. Um, Hey, Tig and Cheryl, hey. Per my usual, I snort laughed and did a spit take or two during this week's episode. Since Tig was curious about animal hospice, after all the chicken talk, I thought you two would appreciate hearing about my experience with Manatee Memorial Hospital in Florida. Oh. (laughs) Hey, Manatee Memorial Hospital in Florida. Hey. Hey. My daughters and I had traveled to Sanibel Island mm -hmm, and were lucky to have seen several manatees while kayaking in the channels there. We fell in love with the gentle giants, and we were so sad to learn how they are often injured from boats, traps, and ocean litter. Mm. At the end of our vacation week, bad weather resulted in numerous canceled flights out of Fort Myers, so we ended up driving two hours north to fly home from Sarasota. As we exited the highway to our hotel, there directly in front of us was the Manatee Memorial Hospital. (laughs) I don't like where this is. I don't like where this is headed at all. No. First of all, if I saw a sign that said Manatee Memorial Hospital, I wouldn't think there were manatees <laughs> well, inside on gurneys. I, I have a manatee. <laughs> As you can imagine, I was very excited to see that there was a hospital for manatees. Oh, right. There must I yelled not out be. To, I yelled out to my daughters to put down their phones and look out the window. Surprisingly, it was a sprawling building with beautiful green glass, Mm -hmm. but manatees are a big deal in Florida, so only the best care for them, I assumed. I really couldn't believe our good fortune that the hospital was right by our hotel. (laughs) I was was hoping maybe we could take a quick tour and learn more about the plight of the manatees. My excitement was soon quelled. However, when I realized we're... In Manatee County, Florida. And Manatee Memorial Hospital was, in fact, a hospital for humans <laughs> in Manatee County. Not actual manatees. 
Cheryl, I'm sure you can guess. On life support. (laughs) Manatees coming through. Like the the doors come open and it's on a gurney. I got one. Oh, my God. Cheryl, as you can guess how my teenage daughter has reacted to my misinterpretation. (laughs) Yep, with maniacal laughter. I'm pretty certain this is one I'll never live down. Oh, Ellen, thanks, Tegan Cheryl, for making Mondays my favorite day of the week now. You're the best. With gratitude from a loyal snark bull, Ellen G. Oh, my God, Ellen G. Do you know what's interesting is hearing people talk about how the podcast has made Mondays better for them? Yeah. That was my whole interest in delivering a show on Mondays. Was oh, hoping, really? Yes, was hoping that Monday would be easier for people if they enjoy, ended up enjoying our show. That's so nice. And it, it came true. Your dream uh-huh. came true. Uh-huh. Tig, nicely done. Thank you. Ellen, that was insane. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> we kind of don't know what to say. By the way, I love that her daughters are teenagers. <laughs> Which he's like, look alive, you guys. We're going to go see some injured We're gonna go. We're going to go visit them. In their hospital as they recuperate. <laughs> as they make their laps around the floor in their, uh, on their walkers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. That has me going. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys. Listen, we do appreciate you writing in. Mm-hmm. We love hearing your thoughts, feelings, your... Prayers. Yes, you name it. We like hearing it. Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, I'm going to Florida on Tuesday morning. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm not going to be able to go because mm-hmm. I'm in Puerto Rico. Okay, tell us about Florida. Well, I'm going to be in Fort Myers, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, mm. uh, Tampa. Then I go to New Orleans and I go to Dallas. San Antonio, wow. you know, Chicago, okay. just you name it. New York, a lot of places, okay. but it's been fun. Okay. Well, you can watch I Can See Your Voice on Fox on Wednesdays. You can watch Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO, HBO Max, and The Flight Attendant will be coming out soon Ooh. on HBO Max. That'll be exciting. Um, All right, Tig. Should we do it again? Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at tigandcheryltruestory at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.